719 on the great WRKO. Jeff Cooner, Boston's Bulldozer, 617-266-6868 is the number. Okay, it's the Cooner Country Poll Question of the Day, sponsored by Kelly Financial Services. Do you think it is in the public interest to release the full Nashville Shooters Manifesto? The trans, she's a transgender terrorist. It's now obvious from those three pages that have been leaked. There's no question. So my question to you, is it in the full, is it in the public interest to release the full manifesto? We got three pages leaked. We want the whole thing. Should we get the whole thing? I want to hear from you. Yes or no. You can vote on our website wrko.com slash cooner wrko.com slash cooner k-u-h-n is in nancy e-r if you prefer we're also on x formerly twitter our handle there at the cooner report k-u-h-n-e-r angelo in rockland thanks for holding angelo and welcome good morning how are you today very good. How are you, Angelo? Pretty good. Yeah, well, they're covering everything up as usual because they manifested it. So, you know, they can't they can't go with that because it doesn't fall in the narrative. And even more than that, Jeff, is that they're putting everybody into the military. Not saying that a transgender person is good and bad, but if they get the ones that are a little wacky for whatever reason in the military... Then they line us up and march us to the ovens like Hitler did. It'll be their new FF. That's why they're infiltrating them into the military because they don't have any feelings for us. They hate us, and that's part of their plan. What do you say? Well, that's a very interesting point. I mean, that's look, that's what's so scary when you read these three pages. You look at this, and, you're, and you know, she went to that school. I mean, she, you know, I mean, it was only, what, what is it, 15 years before or whatever? Uh, she went to that school. She knew some of the teachers there. She knew some of the administrators there. So how do you do that? And, you know, and again, she was trying to identify as Aiden. You know, she's Audrey, but she's a woman, apparently a female, trying to transition to becoming a male. Now, no one is stopping her. Apparently, her parents said, no, we knew she was, you know, having issues about her gender or sexuality. And you want to go ahead and transition? Go ahead and transition. So it's not what no one at the school was preventing her from becoming a man. No, her parents, apparently, I mean, I don't know if they were thrilled about it, but they, were in a, they weren't like, we're going to block you from doing it. So you have all the freedom in the world. You want to call yourself Aiden. You want to act like a man. You want to dress like a man. You want to start taking hormones to become a man. You want to eventually get a sex change operation or you're in the process of transitioning. Go ahead. Who's stopping you? So she went to that school and she knew the people or some of the people at that school. And yet you are so full of hatred. Really, you can't stand them so much their Christian values, the fact that they happen to be white. I don't know, she's white as well. What's it to her? The fact that they're, you know, the, 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 the heterosexuals, the white males. When you read this, you're like, this is what happens when you marinate a brain. 
in this radical LGBTQ agenda where the white male, the white heterosexual, the white heterosexual Christian male is, it's like the modern day Jew. If you were to go back, say, to Nazi Germany, the apex of the predator, the worst human being, the worst type of person on the face of the, uh, on the, face of the planet. And you can tell she really believes she's doing the world a favor. You kill white kids, white Christian kids, she's doing the world a favor. She's even praying to God, help me, give me the strength to do this. And she's going on, again, very much like an Islamist, like a jihadist, that it's exhilarating. She goes on about how excited she is and almost um, getting immense pleasure out of it. The, 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 the satisfaction, the joy, the ecstasy. So all these years of harboring those grievances, that hatred, and now it's all going to come out. It's all going to finally be discharged upon these poor young kids. Uh, it, it is sick. There's just no other word. It is sick. It's demented. It's demonic. And Angelo, you're right. How many more that we seated in our military? How many more were, you know, and they're floating around out there in society? We're asking for trouble. We're asking for trouble. And you have Dry Queen Story Hour. We're mainstreaming this. We're normalizing this. Here, I mentioned Ashton going to public school. Boom. He said he's got new friends. One of them's transgender. Seventh grade. And listen to this. A girl, 13 years old, a girl, but who identifies as a boy, but is a lesbian. I swear to you. So I go, Ash, I'm sorry, I don't get this. She's a girl. Yes. She identifies as a boy. Yes. But she considers herself a lesbian. So she's into other girls. Yes. But if she's a boy, then she's not a lesbian, Ashton. You, you see the world we're entering here, Angelo? Hey, that's why what they're doing is I, it can't be, it shouldn't be brought into the school system. And maybe when they're legal age, they, they decide for themselves what they really truly are or what they want to be or whatever. I think it. Oh, I agree. So, Angelo, look, and that's how we used to do it. You, you become 18, you become an adult, you decide if you want to have a sex change operation. Well, that's your business. But what does this have to do with school, with education, with young people? Nothing. 7.33 on the great WRKO. Jeff Cooner, Boston's bulldozer. 617-266-6868 is the number. Okay, um... Just very quick, as I know many listeners start listening as well at 7.30, uh, so we get a lot more people coming on. Um, yeah, A couple days ago, it was leaked over the weekend, in fact. Audrey Hale, the Nashville transgender mass shooter, shot three nine-year-old kids dead, three adult staffers dead at a Christian private school. Several pages of her manifesto were leaked it appears that the leak came from several police officers within the Nashville Metropolitan Police Department, and it paints a chilling picture. 
it just gives us a little bit of a window into a, a very radical, very deranged, ultimately satanic worldview. There's just no other way to describe it. Pure, unadulterated evil. And Audrey Hale writes about how all these crackers need to be killed, her words, not mine, how she can't stand them, their white privilege, the cars the parents drive, the way they dress, the fact that they're all Christians, and that her goal is to go in there and kill as many of them as possible to rack up the entire to rack up the death count. And the question many parents are asking, the question many families of the victims are asking, why are they continuing to cover up the manifesto? Why will they not release it to the public? And by the way, why is social media censoring these three pages? Just three pages of the manifesto. Facebook is already censoring. And I think the answer is obvious. This was the act, the deliberate act, of a transgender terrorist. And I don't mean a terrorist who happens to be transgender. No, it was the act of transgendered terrorism. In the name of the trans community, out of hatred for white males, Christians, heterosexuals, that's why this atrocity was committed. If you just look at those three pages, and I'm sure the rest of her 19 journals and all her other writings. And so to cover up the crime that took place and the full horror of what took place and the discrimination and bigotry that drove and motivated it, anti-Christian, anti-heterosexual, anti-white, anti-white male, it's all there. And by the way, she's white, her, or she was white herself, who wanted to transition from a female to a male. So, I mean, she's going on about how she hates white males. I'm like, well, that's you. Well, that's you. That's, you, that's you're trying to be you. I mean, you're the one that's not happy being a woman. So you're a white woman. You want to become a white man, but you can't stand white males? Hello. Hello. 617. 266-6868. Okay, very quick. Uh, text line is burning up. 70470-70470. This is from 520. Jeff, regarding the transmania, first it was tolerate us. When that was not good enough, the mantra became celebrate us. When that was not good enough, it switched to emanate us. Now it's, you must be us. By the way, uh, sorry, this is uh, continues 520. By the way, regarding the mass shootings, the common denominator in almost every instance is psychiatric drugs. Particularly the SSRI category, the mechanism of which dulls the frontal lobes of the brain, the center of morality and judgment. Notice, the media will never, ever discuss this. How so many of these mass shooters, not just that they're mentally ill, but that many of them are on these cocktail of psychiatric drugs. And this texture is completely right. It does dull and numb the frontal lobe, which is exactly where, in terms of your thought process, 
where morality and judgment really sort of uh, uh, that's the that's the part of the brain that deals with morality and judgment. So we're it's almost like a Hollywood movie. We're almost creating a society of zombies. And yet the media won't touch this with a 10-foot pole. Why? Just look at their ads. Look at how Big Pharma, Big Pharma pays for everything. They are swimming in Big Pharma money. 617-266-6868 is the number. Lee in Walpole. Thanks for holding, Lee, and welcome. Hey, Jeff. Love you like a brother from another mother. Thank you. Thank you very much, Lee. Hey, so I think all of this goes back to um, this Marxist mentality that's infected the, the, the system of education. You were talking about your um, son and daughter. And... Um, they're trying to divide us societally to um, divide and conquer. Oh, I agree. No, Lee, I completely agree. And I don't know what you think about this, but to me, what I just find very shocking, again, maybe I'm naive, Grace says I am, uh, my family says I am, I guess they're right. I'm always just, I'm always shocked and outraged at stuff. I just can't believe it's come to this. Look, when I went to school, yeah, there were oddballs. Uh, people didn't quite fit in. That's just part of life. That's everywhere. But to have my children go to a school and they're not coming back home and talking to me about reading or writing or math or the science project or history or the Constitution or civics, they're coming home and all they talk to me about is racism gay pride, the rainbow flag, and transgenderism. That's all they come home and talk about. Well, something is seriously wrong. So whether it's the students, whether it's some of the teachers, whether it's the overall campus or school culture, I don't know what it is, but what does this have to do with school? You know, look, to me, I'm a live and let live kind of guy. You turn 18, 21, whatever, you want to have a sex change, you want to dress in drag, you want to... Well, that's your business. It's a free country, man. Who you want to sleep with, who you don't want to sleep with. What does this have to do with school? This is what... They, so, again, they're, they're indoctrinating and brainwashing our children. And you're right, Lee. It's to hate each other, to hate their parents, to hate Christianity, to hate our traditions, to hate traditional morality... To hate, frankly, normalcy. So my kids come home now, and almost every second word out of my mouth, I'm a racist. It's it's incredible. You know, Ashton comes home. Here, just to tell you, Lee, Ashton comes home, and he says he's got a new friend. I'm not saying anything. We're having dinner. And I'm like, oh, okay, what's your new friend? And he starts describing. 13, a girl, but identifies as a boy, dresses as a boy, wears clothes of a boy, but is a lesbian. And so all I said was, I'm sorry, a lesbian? I don't understand, Ashton. If, if, if she identifies as a boy and is considered now a male, how can she be a lesbian? And his answer to me is, don't judge, Daddy. I'm like, Ashton, I'm, what judging? I'm not even understanding. 
Two months in a public schoolie. Two months. What's he going to be in two years? I hope that the public can figure this out and realize what it is for what it is. That this is a Marxist ideology. Oh, you're right. It's a Marxist ideology. And it's the attempt to culturally completely take over and hijack our youth and with it our country. I can't read the evidence any other way. 750 on the great WRKO, Jeff Cooner, Boston's bulldozer, 617-266-6868 is the number. John in Westford. Thanks for holding, John, and welcome. Hi, Jeff. Uh, have you ever heard of autogynophilia? Uh, no. Yeah, it, it's um, it's kind of it's something that most heterosexual and homosexual boys kind of go through when they're young, when they first discover their their new friend, you know, um, when they first hit puberty, and it's 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 hard to explain on the radio, but it involves things and doing things where you're kind of seeing yourself as a female. And, I mean, you, you got to look it up. Uh, your viewers should look it up. But it's something that everybody goes through. And in the left, they, they're, they're so obsessed with putting a, a name for something. It used to be um, that you identified as a boy. If you were a, a, a tomboy, a girl, um, you, you were still a girl. You were still, but you identify, it, it morphed into you identify as a boy, no. You you just happen to be a tomboy. You just even if you are a lesbian, you're you're still a woman who that that's who you are. Accept who you are and accept your sexuality. And it kind of morphed. I have kids that my youngest is twenty now. They so they've kind of I've seen it evolve over time. It turned into this gender fluidity. So when these kids are going through this autogonophilia it it they're confused and they're being told no you're you you must be transgender gender's fluid and it's just messing with our kids um brains oh and their souls you're right their brains and and their souls no you're you're absolutely dead on john you're you're completely correct look it, look it, it, biological sex is biological sex is biological sex that's the fundamental reality of who a person is. You can't change that. That's not quote-unquote fluid. And what the left is doing, and I think this is what is really evil. Again, I, there's only uh, the only word I can think of is diabolical. What is diabolical about this is, look, I went through puberty. You went through puberty. Everybody goes through puberty. Everybody knows. I don't care if you're a boy or a girl. When you start going through puberty, it is a very difficult, confusing time. It just is. You're 12, you're 13, 14, whatever it is, your body, your hormones, your body's going through all kinds of changes. Uh, I mean, you're physically, you're changing. You're literally changing. I I broke out in in zits. I had pimples for a couple of years. I felt, I I grew, I shot up like almost a foot. I just, I I didn't feel good. I didn't, I, I don't know, I just... Uh, I, I remember feeling so awkward and so clumsy and I don't know, I just, I hated those years. I just, ugh. 
And then I eventually filled out and my hormones stopped raging and everything turned out okay. But those years, you're very vulnerable. You're very impressionable. You're very confused. And that's what they're exploiting. That's what the left is preying on. And that to me is what I find most disgusting of all. And we as a society, we used to know that. I don't just mean like, you know, 50 years ago. I'm talking for thousands of years. Parents, the authority figures would say, relax, it's okay. You're just going through adolescence. You're going through a change. You're going through puberty. You're going from a child to an adult. And this is the transition period. It's a very difficult period. That's all it is. Relax. Instead, we indulge every crazy left-wing fantasy and label. And now it's gotten to the point it's a zoo. It's a moral zoo. It's an ethical, moral zoo. Look, I got my kids are coming home now. They're meeting other kids. These kids say they're a they. You know how I mean? I'm like, are you serious? They're like, no, I'm they're, they're, they're like, they're multiple people. Like, what? Yeah, they're nothing. What do you mean they're nothing? Well, they're not a boy. They're not a girl. They're just daddy. They're not male. They're not female. They're just, uh, and then always, but don't judge. See, that's where, they're, that's where they're getting all this from the schools. Don't judge, but don't judge, daddy. Well, what do you mean, don't judge? You mean, if someone tells me they're a Martian, so I'm just supposed to accept that? If somebody tells me they're 23 different people, I'm supposed to accept that? Like, I mean, is this, in other words, it's lunacy, it's madness. Now, Orwell warned about this, not just Orwell, many people did. This, two plus two equals five. That's how Orwell phrased it. And if they can make two plus two equals five, then here's what they can do. Peace is war. Freedom is slavery. They can do anything. They can control every aspect of your life. And that's what they're doing. And the long-term damage to our kids is, is irreparable. It's, it's absolutely irreparable. Look, they're all coming out now. They're coming out of the woodwork. How many people now, adults, but were led into this whole uh, gender transitioning, sex change operations, whatever. You have these poor girls, poor women now, who said, well, like you just said, I was just a tomboy. Grace, my wonderful wife, was a tomboy. She dressed like a boy. She loved to play sports. She loved to play sports with fellow boys. And then eventually she grew out of it. I remember growing up, there were many girls like that. They were just, yeah, we called them tomboys. Yeah, they girls who dress like boys and like to play more you know, with the guys and sports with the guys and that sort of thing. And, and then, believe me, by 15, 16, 17, <laughs> oh, they became women. Believe me. They were very, then very female and very feminine. So it's a transition period. It's okay. But they convinced these then girls, now women, no, 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 no. You're really a boy. And you got to transition and you got to take, you know, all these hormones. And then they lopped off their breasts. They mutilated their genitals. And now they're 24, 25, 26 years old. And they go, I was lied to. I'm, I'm not a man. This didn't make, this didn't solve my problem. It, it made it worse. Now I can't have children. 
I can't enjoy sexual relations. I'm finished. I'm destroyed. I'm mutilated as a human being. Now, no one has paid a price for this. And this, I'm not talking a one-off, one person here, one person there. They're coming out of the woodwork now by the thousands. This is child sexual abuse. That's what's happening in our schools and in our culture. Where are the parents? Where are the fathers? Really, where are the mothers? Let's be honest. So many people are sheepish. So many people are quiet. Why? Because it's not cool. You're not in. You're considered intolerant. A bigot. Transphobic. Homophobic. Racist. And so people are quiet. They're quiet at school. They're quiet at work. They're quiet because they don't want to lose their jobs or they don't want to be ostracized or they don't want to be attacked on social media. If we can't stand up for our kids, then what are we as parents? What are we as human beings? And I just got to say one other thing. I don't know what it is. John, honest to God, I don't know what it is. I, 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 I'd love for somebody to give me an answer to this. And I'm not criticizing. This is an incredible audience. You know how much I love this audience in Cooner Country. But I'm even noticing it in Cooner Country. Never mind the, the whole country, the, the, you know, the, uh, the, the, the American public at large. There's a complacency. It's just hard to explain. Look at the elections yesterday. Nobody turned out. I mean, the left turned out. I got these idiot liberals who've been emailing me all morning. Oh, you don't want to talk about the slaughter last night, huh? You don't want to talk about it. Still trying to spin it, huh? I'm like, what slaughter? Nobody came. The Repu- no Republican went out to vote. I mean, I'm just stating a fact. The Dems, they turned out big. The conservatives, Republicans, stayed home. How could you stay home? How could you stay home? I don't understand that. With everything that's at stake. And so I'm just, you know, and then again, look, we have a voter ID law. Voter ID. By the way, they caught machines in Pennsylvania. Yes, I don't want to get off track, but in Pennsylvania, in multiple counties, they caught the voting, they caught them red-handed, flipping votes from Democrats to Republicans. They caught them, caught them. They admitted it. I mean, this is a huge story in Pennsylvania. This is not, you know, oh, I think the machines flipped. No, they admitted it. The election officials came out and said, we have a problem with these machines in these multiple counties. They are flipping votes. People are voting for the, and it's always, they vote Republican, and it flips to a Democrat. And they're saying, don't worry, we're going to fix it. We know how to fix it, blah, 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 blah. My point is this. They're flipping. They're literally been caught now flipping votes, machines. It's not time for voter ID. It's not time to go to paper ballots. Okay, here in Massachusetts, we have a chance to make history. I don't know how many times I hear this call. We got to have voter ID, Jeff. I'm with you. They're trying to get a ballot initiative. We need 90,000 signatures. 
I know the size of this audience, not just nationally, but here in mass. I know how many people, in fact, I know how many people listen every second. By the end of this show, if we wanted, boom, 90,000 signatures. Boom. The organizers are emailing me nonstop saying, Jeff, nobody's signing the petition. Nobody's going to the website. You don't have to even sign. You don't even have to get out of your home to go to some grocery store to sign the petition. You can go online and print it up, download it, print it up, sign it, and mail it in. All we need is 90,000 signatures. It's going to be on the ballot then in 2024. Polls show overwhelmingly the people of mass want voter ID. They can't get 90,000 signatures. We got, what is it now, 10 days left? It's, it's the complacency. I don't understand. And I'm saying, people call and say, we need voter ID. Our country's at stake. Our elections are at stake. Our election integrity's at stake. Okay, are you going to sign the petition? No. Why not? Well, if they know who I am. They may come after me. You mean they're going to put 90, 100, 120,000 of us in jail? Like, are you serious? And you don't, so you don't have the courage of your convictions? First of all, they're not going to put anybody in jail. And by the way, they're already, if they want to target us, they're already targeting us. You don't think the FBI is listening and surveilling? That's what we have to eliminate in 2024. So they already know who you are, whether you signed the damn petition or not. But I mean, this is what I'm talking about. The cowardice, the complacency, the it's, it's so frustrating because we have the numbers. We have ultimately, we have the power. We're like a sleeping giant, but wake up, rise up. Let's go. What do you need, man? How much more of an incentive do you need? Now, they're coming for our children. They're coming and telling your little boy or your grandson or whatever, you're not a boy, you're a girl. What? Yep. They're telling your little girl, you're not a girl, you're a boy. What? Yep. And they're going to screw up your child for the rest of their life. If I came to you and said, I'm going to take your child, a girl, and I'm going to lop off her breasts. And I'm going to literally surgically remove her private part, okay? Genital mutilation. And pump her with chemicals. A testosterone that will permanently alter and damage her for the rest of her life. You would fight me tooth and nail. You would rightly kill me to protect your child. But you let these school educators and bureaucrats indoctrinate and propagandize your own child manipulate and warp your own child to do it to themselves and you just stand by and say okay well okay what can you do okay there's something wrong and the only answer i can come up with and this is what i told grace last night we're talking about this very issue last night i go it's like what she said what do you think of the midterms we're living in the late roman empire man and, you know, and I don't get these leftists. I really don't. Like, they're so stupid. They really are. Okay. Keep Joe Biden on the ballot. Great. You guys think you had a phenomenal night? Great. Great. 
then keep them on the ballot. Like, really, I'm serious. Honest to God. So you like $4 a gallon gas. Okay. You like sky-high inflation. Okay. You like out of... Really, I'm just telling you objectively. So you like out-of-control crime. Okay. Here. Maury Healy. Filter capacity. Emergency shelters all across. They want another $250 million. We're going to get even more migrants pouring into our state. You want that? You want more illegals flooding our state? Okay. Like, you want a border invasion to continue? Okay. So you want a major Middle East war? Okay. Like, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you know, like, we're, oh, we got you, Conor. No, they got you. You don't see your budget going up. Look, here, again, I'm really going off track. I took my family out for Greek food yesterday. Greek food. Four chicken pitas, one French fry, four drinks. That's it. No dessert, no appetizer, no salad, no nothing. Four chicken pitas, one French fry, four drinks, four soft drinks. A hundred dollars, man. A hundred dollars. Do you understand? A hundred freaking dollars. Everybody is complaining how expensive going out to eat is. And I'm not talking five-star dining. You like this? Okay. Like, I mean, I'm serious. I don't know what else to tell you. So you like $33 trillion in debt, $2 trillion deficit? Okay. Ah, we're going to screw you, Cooner. Oh, okay. Hey, you're going to pay taxes through the nose. Someone's going to have to pay for all these deficits, and it won't be the rich. I got news for you. So if people don't want to go out to vote to defend their own basic self-interest, don't look at me, man. 617-266-6868 is the number. Okay, very quick. Uh, Please, I'm urging everybody, I'm almost begging you now at this point, Go to MA, the number four, voterid.org. MA4, voterid.org. MA, the number four, uh, voterid, all one word, MA4, voterid.org. You're going to see a list of where they're going to be to collect signatures. If you don't want to go to that place, you literally off of that website can download the actual petition, uh, the uh, the signature for the petition, you download and print it, sign it yourself, mail it in. Uh, they need volunteers also to help people with this petition drive. We can easily get 90,000 signatures. We can put voter ID on the ballot, and we can take a giant step towards fighting election fraud and election corruption. But it's it's up to you. I can't. I can only do so much. 617-266-6868 is the number. Okay, lines are loaded. Alan in New Hampshire. Thanks for holding, Alan, and welcome. Hey, how's it going? Good morning. Good morning. I'm I just good. listened How are you to your not too bad. I just listened to your whole response and I I can't really say that you know, I can't can't disagree with anything. You know, I don't know if I can offer anything, but uh 
I have a son who's going through this transition, and now he's in his second year in college. So I watched this occur during high school, during the whole social upheaval, and I watched my genius of, of a son who was gifted in every way all of a sudden slowly become different and slowly become radicalized. So I've asked myself these these questions for years because I never thought it was going to happen to me. And then uh, uh, there's a couple things that I, I might be able to add. You know, at one point he was being sucked into all this social upheaval, talking about how, you know, whites have advantage and and racial inequality and all that kind of stuff. And then the George Floyd protests happened. And, and I think I can say that in, in my son's case, uh, and I don't know, and I think this, this might go across strata, he always cared about the underprivileged and the disadvantaged. He always cared about... Uh, he didn't think people should hunt animals. He didn't think people should cut down trees. He always, like a lot of people, he related to the downtrodden and the oppressed. And, of course, the left kind of worked on that, and they said, well, we're downtrodden and oppressed. And eventually he saw similarity with those people. Uh, he gave my wife a list of books that he wanted for Christmas one year, and he's a tremendous reader. And when I say tremendous, I mean he read the complete works of William Shakespeare when he was 13. So he was reading Dostoevsky and all the classics who went, you know, in junior high school. So he was uh, different in almost every way. And he asked my wife for a bunch of books. And that year it included How to Be an Anti-Racist. It included White Fragility. It included a bunch of those books. And I didn't even know those titles because those books were brand new. And I said to my wife, what are those books about? She's like, I don't know, but this is his Christmas list, so I already ordered them from Amazon. And I was like, this is odd, because I think these books could be weird. But, but... Alan, can you please, I'm up against a hard break. Um, I got no choice. I got to go out. Alan, please, this is so interesting. We're listening now to a father who basically lost his son or is losing his son to left-wing indoctrination. More with Alan next. Next.